The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans, so belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more, episode number 366 on this 18th day of January 2024. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great sports uh, content and uh, uh, articles and everything else and uh, other podcasts such as Craft Brew Sports. We had a, a loss in the, the Craft Brew Sports family this week. We'll uh, get into that a little bit later. Uh, devastating news, but we'll uh, try to lighten things up a little bit here at 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Dave, I uh, I had the pleasure of uh, driving my uh, significant other uh, to the airport on Tuesday night. Uh, the 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 conditions were a little bit adverse. They were they weren't great. The road snow it snowed a lot. It snowed a lot here in San Alberta. Something we aren't used to. Uh, we haven't seen this year. And, oh uh, no! Like about like sixteen inches, like so a foot and a half there, of snow. There was a lot, and my back's feeling feeling the amount of uh, snow uh, that, that fell. Oh. Not only from shoveling, but from carrying uh, Deanne to the airport on uh, <laughs> on uh, Tuesday night. You know, I, I is there anything worse than somebody telling you? that things are bad and slow down and things are bad to back off and things are bad. Like when like you, you know, what is in front of you, like, you know, what like I, I can see with my eyes. I can like my, my, my senses are going. Is there anything worse than your significant other telling you how to do something when you can see it in front of your fucking face? Uh, no, no, there, there's there, not. There's not. It's just like a, it's a look and, and depending on, 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 on the circumstance, on the task at hand, and what and what have you, and you know what, um, my wife is is awesome, and she knows me. I get it from her more than you should be asking Katie this question, actually, because like when it's the small tasks, especially at camping and what have you, when grab this, grab that, and then like, and, and she goes, "I'm not one of your fucking staff." So and then okay, I'm sorry, you're right. I gotta. Don't talk to me like I fucking work for you. Uh, and so, so I, I think you should be asking Katie this, but I know exactly what you're saying. No yeah, one likes being like, in my in my old life, Dave. I I would tell people what to do. Like you're like you're saying, do this, do that, do that, do this, do that, and everything else. And and I would I would also help out. But like that drive up, like Deanne, she she's very nervous about weather. That's what that's it was to her, Calgary or Lethbridge Airport. Calgary. Okay, so I drove her to Calgary, and it was snowing hard, and she she was very nervous the entire way. She was telling me, "Watch for this, watch for that." Can you back out? Can you just? I was like, I said, Deanne, the last person what's going to accident is me. Can you can you just not? I said, you nagging doesn't help me. And then she got upset with me, and I said, so this makes things better. And it was just like, like, okay, just quit it. 
like I I want to get you to the airport so you can go and see your 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 family in in Toronto, and then I will make my way back. It's gonna be fine. Can you just can you just not? Can you just shut it? Like, and I I went about it wrong. I and I apologize to her and I apologize, but just like sometimes, sometimes you should just shut it. You're right. You're right. And, 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 she, and she, I get on her nerves 100%. 100%. I, I say things like, eh, like 100%. But sometimes you should just, just, you know. Is this the way it. we want to be doing things? And like, and especially, well, you know me, like I'm a bit of an aggressive driver. And that trip back and forth from. I'm my, not. Oh, I'm an, I am an aggressive driver and I like driving cars. And, um, Especially in the winter, because uh, with my Subaru and when when I have my Blizzak winter tires, I have I have a ton of confidence, and it makes Kaylee shout very, out Blizzak. Oh, well, yeah, it it, <laughs> it it makes her a little nervous how fast I drive on snowy conditions. And she, can we just please slow down? And then I do, and then she has a legitimate point. If I was by myself and I didn't have my wife and child and dog in the car, I. We've never crashed yet, Touchwood. But I, I I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. That uh, well, needless to say, you got to check yourself. I, I'm the least aggressive driver. I never get speeding tickets. I never get anything, anything. And she's the aggressive driver out of the bunch of us. And like things and stuff happen with her. Not 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 bad, but it's like, hey, so and I never did bring that up because she was really nervous the other night. I never did bring it up saying, hey, you're the one who gets accidents. You're the one who fucking speeds. You're the one, uh, like, you're the one who's aggressive. I'm, I just drive to get from where I'm going to A to B. Like, I, fuck, I, if it takes me fucking a minute longer, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it, was an, it was an odd situation. It was odd. Do you, tell, I, her how, do you tell her how to shovel the walk? I do, but she doesn't listen because she gets to do it. <laughs> you know, if you did this, uh, Greek goddess, and you wouldn't have yeah. to. Uh, if you, if you, yeah. if you, if you if, I'll give you a, 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 an example of how to do it. Because Jesus, did I? Sh- I shoveled yesterday. There was a bit of snow. There was no. I shoveled yeah, yesterday at my at the uh, the new office job. I shoveled here twice, twice here today. Like there was some snow, man. There was oh, a yeah. lot of snow. Yesterday was a two shoveler. First, when I when I yeah, there was a two shoveler before I went to work and when I got home from work. Thank Christ, I have a an able bodied, willing. Uh, I'll put that in uh, quote to air quotes. Willing uh, son, and you know we can bang it off in about fifteen minutes. But like when it was a solo job, that fifteen minutes that was more like closer to forty five. It's more than twice as fast with two 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 shovels. I got the driveway and the sidewalk and then to walk up to the house down to about 17 minutes. I'm I'm pretty good. But the thing is I got to have a, maybe this weekend, like that's with, with Layton next door there, Chad Layton, uh, if you're listening or if anybody knows Chad Layton from Leverage area, I got to have a chat with him. He comes from, we talked about it last week. He comes from an abrupt stop. No courtesy. No courtesy. At a certain stop, and tonight when I was when I got home, uh, I was going to go a little farther, but then the the prick in me, because I know, I know late for, from for for a long time, 
I, I went like, you know what? We got to have a chat about who, whoever wakes up first, that's who does this. Or, or I'll do it Monday, Thursday, Friday, whatever, whatever. And I'll do yours. You do mine. Good. And not, not the driveway, just the sidewalk. And it, like once again, like I said, he's, he's a great guy. Like he, there's no getting around. He's, he's how a much, great guy. How much foot traffic you get in your neighborhood? Any? Oh, there's quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. People walk then, their dogs over to the park and stuff and things. Yeah. No, all you, all, all you have to do is a courtesy pass and they'll repay the favor. And then when whoever gets out second, then there's not all those foot tracks because the, the 13th street side of my house, yeah, that's all like, it's all tramped down. Like we, we shovel, you just can't like there's you get the top layer off and that's it. Yeah. There's people walking on that, on that, on that stretch of sidewalk at four in the morning. I don't know what the fuck they're doing, but it's, it's where I live. And it's, I'll bet you those people are having a good time in their heads. Not if they were walking on that fucking street. Like there's like 10 tracks. Uh, when I get when uh, Jasper and I get on that fucking thing, it's it's you know ten to seven in the morning, and there's ten fifteen tr- foot tracks on there. Oh, fuck! I didn't want to be walking last, and I'm just happy you know I'm in my bed. Holy Christ! Austin Matthews, good to get some sports here. Austin Matthews just scored his nine thousandth goal in in uh, for the Maple Leafs tonight, and they got a hat trick already. Oh, and, uh, so that's what the goddess is doing in Toronto, planning parade routes. Uh, she's probably there, uh, uh, parade routes in Toronto, <laughs> making sure things are good on, on, uh, whatever street that is in uh, young, young street, street, I guess it is yeah. in, uh, in Toronto. And no, she's out there having, uh, she's having a nice time with her family. So anyways, Dave, uh, the angel trade deadline is, is a month and a half away, March 11th, I think it is. And there's a lot of teams who are hovering around. There's, I think there's only about six teams right now who are out. You got the San Jose's. I'm going to put Ottawa in there. Uh, a lot of teams that aren't very good, and they they know it. And I'm not going to include these guys in the com- in this conversation we're going to have. But there are, like I like I said, there's there's 27 teams that are still in the playoff race. There's only five to six teams I think that are actually Stanley Cup contenders. And no, and who knows on on January the 18th of 2024 who's going to win the thing because anything can happen no matter what. Like you look at the the uh, the LA Kings they came out of nowhere when they got uh, Daryl Sutter as the head coach again and they ended up winning one out of nowhere. But there they, there has to be some sort of logic. There has to be some sort of logic eventually that comes from an owner. Actually you know what let's I'll go I'll go the other way. There has to be some sort of logic that goes from the the GM and player personnel up to the owner, down to the investors, and on and on it goes, whoever it was, say, you know what? We're not that fucking good. Maybe we should look to next year or two years from now because we have some good guys from here, and let's sell now and and actually go towards – Go towards some teams right now with 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 our assets, with whether it be a pick or a player, and say, you know what? L- let's sell high. Let's sell high right now, and and get what we get 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 what get what we want now, not what what's left over come trade deadline day. Yeah, I, I've used the the phrase before. It's intellectual honesty, right? So. You know, let's just use, because it's the closest NHL city to us, it's the Calgary Flames. They're, 
they're above expectations and they're licking the jar for that eight seed. But they have, I, I want to say, six or seven unsigned, like con- expiring contracts on their on their um, on their team. And these are, if you're not a good team, these are the the players you want to flip and get a draft pick, a prospect, something for them, as opposed to having to shell out again for them for being a not playoff team. Calgary's uh, playing better than a lot of people expected. And, and from once again, uh, props to the barn burner podcast, which I listen to all the time. Those guys are like, fuck, are we happy or not? Um, we're, we're so happy for the team. They're having success as a coach, but players are happy coming to the rink, but, but you know, like, what do we do? Like best, Best, absolute best case scenario, you get the eight seed going into the playoffs and get and you haven't traded anybody, and now we got nothing for all these guys. They got got, pieces. Always, Dave, you always have to look. Yeah, you want to win a Stanley Cup, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But this team, the Calgary Flames, ain't it? Aren't they're not? (laughs) And you know what? Making the playoffs as a Buffalo Bills or Ottawa Senators. That's a huge step forward. Making the playoffs isn't Buffalo what the Sabres, not, not not the Buffalo Bills. Oh, I said so, Bills. Sorry, Buffalo yeah. Sabers or the Ottawa Senators. That would be a huge step up, and that's something that that fan base would do anything for. But the Flames have been in the playoffs, and you know what they do with the playoffs? They flame out. They get almost embarrassed, and and then now, okay, well, you know, we were close. Let's try something new. It's time to like it's the perfect opportunity for them. They have uh, Craig Conray, who's been the uh, uh, in the organization for fucking ever, and now it's his job to try and figure out what to do well, with he's this on that team. 2003 team that fucking near pulled her off. Yeah, yeah from a, a, a assistant to the traveling secretary to assistant to the GM to now the GM, and you know, and he's a good guy. Like no one, I haven't heard anyone say a bad word about him. Um, it's his job to to try and figure it out, and then I and I, from what I hear, that owner would would probably rather have two playoff dates than rebuild, and the fan base is just clamoring for a rebuild. They have I, like, like I, I'm not a flame tie by any means. I like whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like I, I know I I know they're not winning a Stanley Cup 100. percent I know that they may they, they know they're deals. not winning a Stanley Cup. The, 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 I think the brass knows that they're not winning a Stanley Cup. But like, at what point do you fucking look at a guy's like like why accountants fucking get in owners' ears? I'm going with like money, I guess. But the thing is, is like, wouldn't wouldn't a smart person? Because owners, I I would hope are smart. Other than Jerry Jones, we know it's not smart. Wouldn't you go okay? This year we're not going to take a loss, or we're not 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 a loss. Let, let, let's not fucking say anyone's losing money because they're not. Because they're, they're not. Wouldn't you think some, a wife would walk into the uh, into the owner's owner's uh, when he's getting there, getting dressed, putting his tie on to go wherever, and say, you know what? Wouldn't we be better off to you know get some assets and get better and uh, maybe in three or four years from now win a cup because we just drafted a bunch of kids and da 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 because it would t- it would take a, a logical woman to get into to an, to an Uber man's head right to to make to, to say listen you know what maybe 
we should change things a little bit. Like maybe we should just, you know what, not make the playoffs this year and, and, and not have two playoff games and whatever it is. And cause we'll be fine. We'll, my credit cards aren't going to bounce. So why just like, what the fuck is the reasoning behind that? Well, like, like, like once again, using this flames organization, it's, it's, it's been, I'm not going to call it mediocrity. I'm going to, I'm going to call it C plus B minus hockey, right? Some years make the playoffs, some years not, but then never succeeding in the playoffs, never being an actual threat for the cup. And that's the act. That's, that's the prize that should be first and foremost. Yes. It's not it. it, it and, and, and for me, it, it seems that the Calgary Flames, whoever's making the decisions at the top of that food chain, has decided that now playoffs is good. I want to be competitive. And well, then, the Canucks and, and, forever, right? Right. You know, and the Canucks forever. But in the Canucks, yeah, because they, they rolled through coaches. Like, they had a revolving door. Like, four until they got to talk it here. Like, four in the last three years. It's, it's been a little bit ridiculous. And now the Flames seem to have found their coach. The, the Flames seem to have found their mojo. But the mojo now is with a bunch of people on expiring not contracts. They're just not good enough. And even like uh, Johnny Uberdo is, is actually trying, like, finding his game and what have you. But it's not this year. It's not this year. And everybody's, like, you, you, have, you have pieces that other teams that are ready to make a run for the Cup want you'd be an absolute fool not to trade for pieces and save yourself a shit ton of dough and and let your young players uh, develop drop a bit in the standings because once again no matter what sport you're drafting in a top 10 pick is a lot better than a, a 10 to 20 pick like no, there, remember, there, there's a you know, there, there's a significant drop off suck just suck trade those pieces suck i get it you're only two points out of the playoffs but you don't have a chance when you look at those teams that are ahead of you you're not beating the fucking uh knights you're not beating um the avalanche and you're not beating the oilers so there's three teams that are for sure for sure gonna beat you in the playoffs in a so, seven game series 100 percent. 100 percent i i remember in 2008 uh, no 2009 sorry 2009 it's a long time ago. Uh, the uh, San Francisco Giants were, were about three or four games out of a playoff spot at that deadline. And they went, you know what? We're just not going to be that good this year. We're not beating the Yankees. We're not beating the Phillies. We're not. We're just not. And, th- and they made a bunch of deals that traded a bunch of guys away and everything else. And uh, all of a sudden, 2010, 2012, 2014, they won World Series. Right. So maybe that's kind of the model. Like if you're not that good, just admit it and go yeah. for it. You're, you're, Even if, if you're on the brink, you're good, you're on but the, not you're, good you're, enough. You're, we're, we're, yeah. We might get it. We, we, like, baseball was different back then, you know, but there was uh wild card teams and two divisions, everything else. And, and all of a sudden you, you, you go, you know what, we're, we're not going to win. So why bother? Cause I said, I've said it all. We, we talk about it all the time that uh what's what's one like especially in football what does one what does one more game get you nothing like nothing right it, unless it, unless you know you're a team that's been struggling forever 
and now a playoff appearance is then, the then next you get step forward. Then you right. get hype, a hundred percent. Yes, but well, you're not like if, you, if your team's been fucking chewing on the fucking jerky forever. Then what? Who cares? Yeah, what's where's where's the joy in losing in the wild card every round, year, three years in a row? Like that's All not right. fun anymore. Oh, hooray! You know we get to watch you know, them on it, TV and. You know, Maybe. It's, it's, and then the Giants made, made that decision to to sell off some assets when they were uh, in 09 when they weren't doing anything for a long time because they haven't done anything for a long time. And all of a sudden, in 2010, 12, and 14, they're they're world champions, and that might be one of the the greatest uh, things we we've seen in our recent history about management and ownership. When he, yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. Let's let's not. Let's not, and let's let's build on what we have for next year, not this year. And and I think the fact is because if you're close, if you're close, I think, and like you like you were gonna say here, if your team is close and your ownership goes, you know what, we're getting rid of this guy, we're getting rid of this guy, draft blah blah blah, especially in hockey because baseball doesn't draft picks don't matter a whole bunch, but we have this 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 now. And make it public. Make it public that we can do this. The fan base is going to understand, especially the diehards. Be right? honest. Be honest. Like, like you know, we don't think this is a team. Like, you know, the knowledgeable fan doesn't even need a statement like the New York Rangers did. I think, I believe we talked about it when they put that statement out yeah. about, uh, you know, we're going to. We're going to suck for a year or two. Uh, well, for three or four years, I believe the statement said. I've and then all of a sudden, year. yeah, and then they fell ass in the butter with Shesterkin. And then, like you always say, a good goalie makes a good coach, makes a good team. And then they can make other moves because they fell ass backwards into a, a top-notch goalie. And and then all of a sudden, now they're they're challenging for the cup two years later after they said, like, we're, we're going to top out this year and see what we can do. Yeah, and that's and 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 a knowledgeable fan base is completely fine with that, especially when you have a streak like the Flames. Like, what was it, eighty nine when they won? That's a long fucking time ago. Long then, fucking time ago. And then that uh, that Stanley Cup run they had was oh four, I think it was mm-hmm. three or four. Yeah, oh four. That was the year before the strike. Yes, and that's a long time. To, yeah, to to be irrelevant, and I. And I, I think the Flames, and not just like, let's fuck the Flames. Who cares? Not, not. No, no. Like, who does care about the Flames? We're just using that as. Well, my mo- my mother does, but. but oh, sorry, Mark. It's. Uh, I think fans, personally, as a Yankee guy, I would rather honesty from the front office. A fan. If you're if you're a smart fan, you get it. Especially right. when you get into your fifties, you're like, yeah, I get it. We're not that good. Exactly. Not, not you know, good. if if you're a fourteen year old in in the year two thousand, and and your dad's a Pats fan, and all of a sudden you watch the Patriots be in it every year, then like you don't understand like that five year, seven year uh, stretch of the Yankees. Like it's like, well, fuck, we're not supposed to be in it. Alabama fan. There is there is times where where your team is in it or licking the jar every single year. That's not a normal sports fan experience. And then everybody else has to learn to like it or lump it, but then also understand and they, but they want to see their ownership do 
things that is going to put their team closer to winning just one. We don't want you like you know six and six and ten years is fucking wet dream stuff. I just want one. And if if you can give this to the fans a reason to expect that they have a chance at one, you're going to have fans for life. I, as a Yankee guy, it's 2009 since the first time, the last time since they won one, sorry. Um, But I'd rather them win. I don't care about 2028, 29, 30. I don't care about 2052. And as you as a Bronco guy, just give me one more. Give me one more. I want one more. You know, I still think I have a lot of years left in me. And, and I, and, and no, I, still, I have, I have at least, at least 148 more years left in me. <laughs> like, just, I want one more, but with with actual hope. Like not the false hope and the fucking rigmarole and blah blah blah. I want and like when the, the Broncos entered this season, Dave, did, did did you have actual hope that they were going to win a Super Bowl? No, I. You know what? I actually did put because the odds were so good with Sean Payton coming in. I did put a couple shekels down and uh, didn't win. I was I was excited uh, for the Russell Wilson, but then the the signing there. But then I didn't realize how bad of a coach uh, uh, Nathaniel Hackett was. What gave me hope, even though it was squashed, was the fact that the organization was taking big swings, and and I don't mind that. But now it's time to step back and reassess and see what we're going to do. And I realize it's been a long time since Denver's been in the playoffs, but I think this quarter, this sorry, this coach is is quite capable. And I'm curious as to what happens the next two years because they got salary cap issues, they made some mistakes. I'm I'm now once again because of this the past that they've had, the Broncos being a really good organization. And they're always trying. That's a bunch of jerk-off talk. It is jerk-off talk. But like we said, like, you asked me, and, like, and, and this is fan talk. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with the decisions they've made over the last couple of years. And then they've swung and missed on, on quarterbacks. And, and we all know that you need a quarterback. No, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with – well, I'm not okay with the Broncos are right now. But I'm optimistic because it, it takes a couple of years. Like, you know what? I would rather be Bronco fan right now than Pittsburgh Steeler fan right now. You're out of your head. Oh, no. Fuck. Blue and orange over, over black and yellow any so day you, right you, now. You don't have a quarterback. Well, well like we don't know what's going to happen. Well, neither does Pittsburgh. Well, they actually have two. Like, one that made the playoffs this year. And one they have they have high hopes for. That's a total jerk off. Like, okay, fuck, have them. I'd rather have fucking Gardner Minshew than any of those two fucking smelts they got thrown. Who's playing quarterback for your fucking? It might be it might be D Russ next year again. I like, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know. So why they're running the exact fucking... same thing, and you're and you're happy with that. 
No, we're not running the exact same thing. We're doing shit different. But we the 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 Russell Wilson experiment went so bad, it's costing us. And then so that's why I'm willing to give them two, three more years because now they have a coach in charge that knows how to fucking work things. Tomlin and his grit and and the Pittsburgh Steelers luck, like that's going to run out sooner or later. And we re- oh, but like, okay, so like like we just said. Like so now, like getting getting get, getting a game, a hundred percent. There you go. You actually, went to Buffalo. That's actually, that, that's actually your Brent original. Getting one game, who gives a fuck? You get yeah. one more game. Yeah, you, you get one more game in Carolina. Who gives a fuck? Uh, a first who round cares? playoff, a road team playoff loss is means not, nothing. It means fuck means all. nothing. So there you go. You're happy now. And you go and you go now? to the NHL. You lose the first round in, in five. Who gives a fuck? Nobody. You're, you're not that good. Half team fake right. plus half don't. Who gives a fuck? And it's expectations. Like I say, like a, a, an organization like Pittsburgh, like they're happy about that. They're not fucking happy about that. You know, whereas a team like fucking Houston is ecstatic. I think Dave, I think like Pittsburgh's ex- expectations aren't aren't great this year since since drafting fucking Kenny Pickett. It, it, it didn't work out. I'm not, not I'm not a football guy like like you are. Drafting a guy uh, like C.J. Stroud in Texas, it worked out. In Houston, sorry, it worked out good. Drafting uh, a guy like fucking Connor McDavid, it hasn't worked out yet. Drafting but it's worked it, out magically. It's not his fault they're losing. It hasn't worked out yet. Yeah. Right. When we say workout, we mean a championship. Because you, 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 you've. You fall, you fall to the bottom to get 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 guys who are that good, right? And so I don't know, man. Like to to you, you be saying that the Denver Broncos are on a path to something. I, that's odd. Well, you know, no, I'm 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 completely optimistic. I, I the pieces clearly are not there because but, they 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 follow that that mediocrity is mediocrity. Right. That's what happened. And they didn't right. have the quarterbacks and they didn't have the coaches and they blamed the coaches. It, 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 it was, it, it was unsettling to me because it looked like the, the Broncos were falling into the path of the Oilers, but instead of the owner being a, a jock stiffer, he died. And then, so now we have a new owner and uh, he's a Walton. So he has the dollars. I don't know. I'm not crazy about being. Who were uh, the Waltons? Not the Walmart, but the other Waltons. There was a, there was the Waltons, John Boy, John Boy, Betty Joe, Sue Ann. I don't fucking know. And they were shooting squirrels. I used to watch that every every good Sunday night. Sunday night. Good night, Ma. Good night, Pa. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Sundays. Yeah. Do 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 do. Was that what it was? I think so. I remember that the the closing credits were more iconic than I don't. I don't remember anything about. Who was it. The, uh, the 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 mayor of the family, and he was a bit of a prick. I have honestly, I have or no the mayor idea. Of the town, and then there was that girl that curled. Walnut Zoo. Grove was that Walnut Grove or is that Little House in the Prairie? I, I can't remember. I mix up Little House in the Prairie and and Walton sometime. I like Little House. Uh, Little House in the Prairie was far superior to the Waltons. Yeah, the Waltons. I was that family who ran ran the town. They were cocksuckers. Yeah, like with a half pint and Mary. And yeah, and, and Pa and Ma, and that. No, I, I like I, I like like the, the, the Waltons, but the, that family that was the banker and the thing and the stuff and the curly Sue with the fucking. 
Are you thinking of the Olsons from, from, I think you're mixing up. I think you're thinking of the Olsons from Little House on the Prairie. Nellie Olson was the bitch. Oh, yeah, I didn't like her. Well, who did? She was that. I feel bad for the, for the young girl that, that had to portray Nellie. Nellie was her name. Yeah. So yeah. she had to walk around fucking life all day with people saying she like, should come on the podcast and then come over and show my fucking sidewalk tomorrow i didn't like her very much whatever i'll dm we'll, we'll in her 19 or 1905 shoes because she wouldn't be much older than us you're probably right really because she would have been i don't know she would have been 10 12 when the waltons were 10 and 12 like, like oh i'm i'm talking uh little house on the prairie little house sorry yeah 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 nelly nelly olsen nelly olsen yeah i think you're right and she had a little brother yeah i don't remember i name. don't know where i caught up on this i have no idea why i caught up on that little house on the prairie was family watching tv and then i think it might have been that one that might have been a sunday but then mash Mash and Little House in the Prairie. I think I might have watched those more than anything else when I was a kid. I think Sunday viewing at the fuck at my grandparents' house. Uh, we go for dinner there every two, three weeks. One, one, two, three. I, I can't remember. It, was, yeah. it ended with Disney for sure. It ended with Brent walking home because I didn't like being <laughs> there. But <laughs> there was like. Uh, uh, Lauren Green's New Wilderness. Oh, that was awesome too. Right, New Wilderness. Yeah, and then it was Disney, and then it was I think Fraggle Rock or the Waltons or one or the other. Like it was yeah, in, in, in in that thing. Yeah, yeah. And Disney, you're always just so stoked when it was actual cartoons as a because oh, i would try to tell grandpa jim fuck me i remember this like it was yesterday sitting sitting because they maybe sit in the fucking floor i don't know why but like, like well there's a chair there well, he said can't sit in the floor all right whatever but i said grandpa jim like it, this one this one will be a cartoon for sure and i i, I had no 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 reason to, to believe that at least it's whatever yeah cartoons are better I like cartoons. Uh oh, we lost. Uh, anyways, the uh, just I hit pause here. <laughs> That's it for the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. For beer sports, talking a whole lot more. This thing was brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code one four two zero pod at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself twenty bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek. Waltons or the uh the park the house on the prairie what's that walters or partridge partridge family uh you know what i probably prefer the partridge family because even though i remember the waltons i don't remember any storyline ever and at least on the partridge family i got a crush on uh susan day a little bit playing her keyboards and that sassy fucking redhead and that cool bus. And who was her manager? He was kind of cool too. I didn't mind I him. No, I, I like I couldn't remember to tell you a story storyline about the Partridge family either, but I, I I did crush on like Susan Day a little bit. She was cute. Yeah. She probably still is. Older she than alive? me now. 
I gotta assume, you know, you like assume. like so. So I was twelve, she was seventeen. So, uh, I gotta assume, and then she was on Law and Order, which I I I, oh, I, I yeah yeah, and I super crushed on her there. So I was glad I crushed on her before she was a woman. The fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, for Brewers Sports Talk, and a whole lot more. This segment, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at uh, SeatGeek.com today. Bucks on your first purchase, Dave. We uh, we saw a, I don't want to say an uneventful uh, wild card, super wild card weekend, but now that the, the, the stage is set for uh, there should be some really really good football games this weekend coming up. Uh, a lot of entertainment, but I before we get to that, Dave, I and I don't know why this is still making headlines. I, I don't know why I'm going to bring it up because it makes headlines, but I have no idea why this makes headlines. And I heard somebody on bringing Deanne back from the airport or to the airport on, uh, on Monday night, but I have no idea why Brett Favre would feel the need to make a statement about Taylor Swift at a football game. That, that I I don't I don't understand. Like we're we're doing it on the positive side. I don't understand why Brett Favre would feel the need to make a statement about Taylor Swift watching her boyfriend slash fiance, whatever it might be. I I don't get it. I do believe I saw that, and I did a little thing. I do believe that's fabricated. I don't. I I. I, I don't know if that's real. And then the next thing, I can't believe that anyone would put a microphone in front of that. Ass hat's face. Dick pick sending government swindling piece of shit. Well, there's that. Yeah. That's, that's what he is now. Like he's a hall of fame quarterback. Yep. But as a human being, I, I I I I wipe him off my fucking shoe. He's a he's 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 a piece of fucking shit. So there you go. Him and Kurt Schilling can can form their own little piece of shit Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's odd to me because you, you you look back. I heard that, and this isn't a branch original by any means, or fourteen twenty original by any means. And the, you look back over the years that we've been alive. When people were like, like people bitching about Taylor Swift uh, being on, uh, like a celebrity being on TV all the time. I remember, and you will too. I remember Jack Nicholson courtside at fucking every fucking Lakers game, every single one of them. You bet, right? So, what the fuck is the difference? Well, you know, and the, the same thing. Like at that KC game, there was this dance going on, and they were all doing the thing, and they showed the 
the up in uh, the box, and she's sitting beside uh, Mahomes, and and she's dancing with everybody else, and people are fucking bitching at her. What? She, she, she's not allowed to have fucking fun anymore. She's not asking for this fucking camera talk. So get off her fucking ass. Bitch at NBC or C- whoever the broadcaster is. Bitch at them. Yeah. It ain't her fault that she's having fun at a fucking playoff game watching her boyfriend play football. You're supposed to have fucking fun. So, like, you know, crawl out of it. Anybody that wants to bitch at Taylor Swift right now about, uh, it's your, like, it ain't her fucking fault. So crawl out of her ass. And deal with your own issues. I'm, I'm, fucking, no, I'm it, fucking tired of people bitching about Taylor Swift. No, I, I will I will tell the fucking like everything. You, you look over the years, how many celebrities are on courtside, how many celebrities in this, how many celebrities did that, and she, and, and now she's the one because yes, there is there is more media now. There's social media now. There was back when when Jack Nicholson was, was courtside. It's just, it's it's mind boggling to me. It, it, it's I I don't understand it. I don't get it. If you if if you're if you're watching the game, if you're watching a football game at home or with your buddies and everything else, there's a very good chance you aren't watching between planes anyways, right? You're not. It doesn't matter. You know anything that happens, right? You know, like the 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 Geico commercial, tune out. The fucking whatever, tune out. When they show Taylor Swift, tune out. Like don't, yeah. just don't fucking worry about it. If you're, I'm here to watch the game. Well, then watch a the fucking game. They have so much goddamn filler. They got to do something, right? So stop it. Quit being a fucking bitch. The the Fuck. game the game of the weekend and the game of the year. I, I I don't think this is the game that's going to decide Super Bowl. But the game of the weekend this weekend might be Bills and and we talk about it all the time. We talk about uh, the the the. Allen versus Mahomes and blah blah blah, but the game of the weekend just might be, and this I, I don't I don't think it's a, it's a Super Bowl, but might might be the Bills and the Chiefs. The first time that uh, the Chiefs have been on the road in the uh, Mahomes era in the playoffs. What's uh, what's your take on that? Who's going to win? I think Casey's going to win. I, I want Buffalo to win, but I think KC's going to win because um, the the playmakers and the coaches know how to win. They have one. They have they they know what what takes what it takes to um, when when it when the going gets tough. They know how to actually perform and execute. And you know they played this year. The Bills did beat them. But that was in the regular season. This is now the playoffs. I think Mahomes is the consummate winner. I think uh, Josh Allen. This is this is if there's ever been a fuck or walk game, this is it for Josh Allen and McDermott, whoever the fuck their coach is. This is it. If they lose this game, there's changes coming in Buffalo. Because this is this is what they wanted. This is what Buffalo wanted. This is what they want. Wow! Give us another chance. Give us another chance. This is their chance. 
and and all the pressure i think all the pressure is on buffalo and i don't know if they can handle it so i i think kc is going to win this game i kind i i i i do want buffalo to win this game but i don't trust buffalo as far as i can kick them like how much do you take like eventually the 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 teams that win eventually lose right no 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 one wins 27 in a row right so but how like how how much do you take into a team that is supposed to win eventually doesn't eventually the streak streaks end right like the others islanders islanders in nba or Lakers and Celtics, the Yankees, the, and the, the Bulls had to go. The Bulls had to go the through Bulls. the Pistons. Like, like, right? And what? What does it? Does it come down to coaching, but or players or management? Like, what? What's your? Like, eventually, dynasties end. And I, I, I'm not saying the fucking Chiefs are a dynasty. They're not. They're not. They won a couple, whatever. but they're looking at dynasty status. They're looking at it, but they ain't. So anybody they're who's talking about yeah. fucking Mahomes and Kelsey and on and on and on, they're not. They're not. They're 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 a team that's that, that's won a couple and been pretty good, and that's all they are. Like right now, like right now, they're a team that's won a couple and has been pretty good. That and that's it. Right. Well, like it, it's just like Ric Flair right now. If you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. And that's what's in front of the Buffalo Bills this weekend. That's that's it. Like it's like they're looking at the game they want to play, and it's the game they have to win, and it's the game at their home stadium. So if they lose this, there's no more excuses. There's no more. You're, you're just simply not good enough. <coughs> so I think all the pressure is on Buffalo, and I'm really. I'm really curious because I, I like the Bills more than I like Casey. I like Josh Allen. I think he's a, an all-world player. It's just I'm really curious as to what's going to happen because Andy Reid's a better coach than, than the Buffalo coach. There, there's no doubt in my mind on that. On that. And so, what can Buffalo do to counteract? Excuse me. The the tricks and intricacies that Kansas City is going to pull out because they're so much more creative than Buffalo. Buffalo has playmakers, but they've also lost some games they should have won. Josh, and now it's the playoffs. If if the Bills don't win this weekend. Josh Allen is Eric Lindros. Yeah, pretty much. Even if he balls out, you know what? You know, and like even if, if, if really, if, yeah, like, even like, if he like has a great Lind- game. Lindros went to the ninety whatever ninety seven ninety eight uh, finals not ninety seven finals against against Detroit. Lost. Yeah, never got back again. Right, and he's a great big guy. All the all, all the this and that and everything else, and say. Josh Allen, if you don't win this weekend and get past that hump, he is Eric Lindros, and and, and it's a very it's a very fair compare compare. No, I think that's a great comparison, right? I'm like very it's, smart. It, it, it's it, you can be, and I'm I, I well, really what's, like what's that. The blue one? Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm going to give you your props when they're deserved. Um, Mahomes has done it and 
and and Josh Allen hasn't. And, you know, <laughs> this isn't even to go to the Super Bowl. This is just uh, a semifinal game. So it's there's a lot riding on this game for Josh. For there's more riding on this game for the Bills than Casey. And, I and disagree. All the press. Well, well Casey, I disagree. Casey already has two Super Bowls, right? But to be a, to, to be a, to be a legacy, though, Dave, to be a legacy, you got to win not once in a while. You got to keep winning. You got if you, if you want to be an all timer. Yes, Mahomes is probably going to the Hall of Fame already. But to be an all timer, you got to win a few in a row. And you got to win a, a two, I, two doesn't really do it because you know what? Right now, let, let, let's let's just say for sake conversation that if if uh, if the the Chiefs don't win another one, who is better, Mahomes or Eli Manning? Same same guy, one two. Uh Eli Manning. Right. So there it is. Yeah. No, 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 no. Eli uh, took teams that, that weren't that weren't very good. Yeah. So who's who's better? Uh, like right now, right now, if if Mahomes was to say, you know what, I can't play anymore. My legs are tired. My wife's a fucking lunatic. I can't. Whatever. Who's better? Right. They're the same. Right. They're the same, same person. Right. The same career. But that's but that's why I think the pressure is more on Josh Allen because he wants to be d- discussed in the same conversation as Eli Manning and Patrick Mahomes, right? And if he doesn't, then like you know, uh, but if Mahomes not, doesn't, if, if if Mahomes doesn't do it, he's just another quarterback right now. Yeah, but then again, Mahomes is just going to run it up again next year. Um, what's going to happen with Buffalo? Like so now, like this is three times in five years we can't get over this hump. We got to make changes. Kansas City, three, two times in the last five years, they've uh, won Super Bowls and lost in one. They've made three. Buffalo hasn't hasn't licked the jar yet. They're looking at the jar. They haven't even got the fucking lid off the jar yet. They get the lid off the jar. That's why I think this game is far more important to the Buffalo Bills than it is to Kansas City. Like continuing I, I a legacy really or, or, or actually wanting to be part of the conversation. If the Bills don't win this game, they're not even part of the conversation. But when you're in the conversation, you want to be part of the conversation. But they won't be if they lose again. No, but it, but like what I'm saying, that they like when when you're you, when your ears are like being part of the conversation, like 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 the Chiefs are, you continue to want to be part of the conversation. Correct. No one no one likes me some me. Right, yeah, and if 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 they if the Chiefs lose this year again, and then it's done, and then it's uh and then it's another, and then it's another. All of a sudden, they're just nobody. They're, they're just like a couple of wins and whatever. Yeah, no, I, I do hear what you're saying, but they have two in the bank, and Buffalo has none. Like Buffalo's. Buffalo's playing playing for relevancy because you know what? I agree with that. Yeah. Because um, Joe cool is going to be back next year and uh, we'll see what's going to happen with Baltimore because they ain't going away either. Like Joe uh, cool is going to be the most Mr. Irrelevant player in the history of football. (laughs) In sports. 
I hope it's not because of. Uh, you know what? Right. Lind- second Lindros. Joel Cool is going to be Eric Lindros. Not Josh Allen. Jo- Josh or Josh no. Allen is more of a Doug Gilmore. Yeah. No. Fuck. That's a good comparison. <laughs> Or a Matt Sundin. Josh Allen is probably a Matt Sundin. Given us all, do- all. going to put up big numbers and whatever. Possible whatever. Hall of Famer, yeah. No, Sundin's Joe- Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's fun. It's funny how you compare guys to that. Like it's just, I, I, I just think that uh, Joe Burrow is in a situation now. Val Burray. He's Val. Joe Burrow is Val Burray. Valerie or Pavel? Oh, Pavel. Sorry. Joe Burrow's not nearly as good as Pavel Burray. Not nearly as good. He's pretty fucking good. But he's injury prone. Oh, Oh, yeah. Joe Joe Burrow is a game changer. Like, uh, Cincinnati Bengals were absolute fucking trash until they got him. And they'll be trash forever. I don't think I don't think Joe Burrow is going to deliver, but I think Pavel Joe Burrow... is one of the top 10 hockey players of all time. That's ridiculous. You can't say that. He's it's one not. of the top 10... No, he's not better. He's not better... Do you want to do the list right now? He's not better than Messier. Oh, you're, uh, it, it, did he have a better career than Mark Messier? Not a better career, he's a better player. Oh, so that's what we're you doing. Said, you asked Glenn Sater, he'd take fucking Burry over fucking Messier. Ah, uh, I don't think so. So he's not better than Gretzky. You he's would, Dave, shut it. Shut your yeah. You would take Burry over Messier. Well, like, not a career. Yeah, like, look, 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 yeah. look no, looking back, Burry was hurt all the time. Uh, fucking Messi is like top five in goals and points in in the NHL and in the career for fuck's sake. I I, I know I, I but I'm Brent Redlinski, not fourteen twenty. I think Messi is overrated. I really do. I think he's a bit overrated too. But when you look at his numbers, they you really can't argue. No, I no I I agree. His numbers are huge. He's fourth or fifth all time in points. I mean, but 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 he played. He fell in a pretty warm bowl, he, bowl of soup. Yeah, but he he won without he won two without Gretzky. Yeah, and Gretzky didn't win any without I, him. I don't know why, Dave. I'm just not a Messier guy. I have no idea why. I have no idea. I'm just yeah. not. I'm just uh... right. He won. Yeah, he won one. He won one with the Oilers without Kreski, and he won in uh, the Rangers. Ninety-four. Right? See, so he has two more cups than Wayne Gretzky. He's not better than Wayne Gretzky. He's not better than Wayne Gretzky. Don't get he's me not wrong. Not better than Burry. I think he's better than Burry. Burry. No one feared Burry. Well, they feared his speed in goaling, but like uh, as a as a physical presence. No, give me Messier over Burry any day, and that might be the old school Canadian boy. No, I, no, I agree with you. I just, I just, it's, it's odd. It's odd. It, it's it, odd for me because I was a part of that hockey thing years ago, and I just, I, I don't, I don't like Messier. I, I don't, I, and I don't know what it is. 
I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, neither do I. I don't uh, dislike him. I still like him. Eh. You hmm. think he's overrated? Overrated. Yeah. Who's more overrated, him or Yari Curry? Oh fuck. That's a tough question because fucking. There's I mean, there's two coattails, right? I mean, Curry. <laughs> Curry had a pretty good run with old Gratz there, ninety nine, number seventeen to ninety nine. On two different teams. Like right? how many times was that said over in Edmonton there at Northlands Coliseum? Number ninety nine assisted by Yari Curry. Like, I I don't want to say either, and they're overrated, but. Curry doesn't do fuck all without Gretzky. Messier would have. Yeah, I'll agree with that, Steve. Right? Yeah. Am I, am I wrong on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Curry was a bit of a one-trick pony. Like uh, he was, he was Brett Hall before Brett Hall, and and uh, before Ovechkin. Like he just, he just knew where to be. But he had, no, that's doing disrespect to Hall and, and Ovechkin. Curry just knew where to be, right? Like when you're just keep your stick on the ice and get close to the fucking net, and I'll find you. And Don't worry about it. He goes the other way and put my stick here or there. Yeah. So yeah. 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 But nonetheless, we got to get back to the NFL talk. So Bills oh, yeah. and Casey are done. Um I I I have a question. Like, so oh, yeah. the next AFC uh, game is uh Baltimore home to Houston. How much pressure? Who has more pressure on them right now than Lamar Jackson as the number one seed having this great thing? Or, or once again, I'm going to bring it back to Josh Allen. Who has more pressure on him this weekend? Because Baltimore hasn't, I don't think they've won a playoff game with Lamar Jackson. They have, they've, they're one in one in three, I think it is. Yeah. With him as a quarterback. Yeah. Um, and CJ Stroud is just relaxing, slinging it. The thing about pressure is, is that you, uh, you who who gives a fuck? Like a, as a fan base, they shouldn't care. But as a player, I think that Lamar Jackson needs to eventually do something. He has to win this game. He has to win this game. Yeah, it's not just, and it is actually him because here in the 1420 podcast, what's by SeatGeek.com, SeatGeek app, you, uh, you eventually, you gotta, you gotta do something now. Mm-hmm. Like really, you, you gotta do something. Regular season stats are cool. And if you don't do something, then you're just another guy. Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, you might be rich, and you know what? Being rich is one thing, but but having a ring on your finger might not be a, a bad thing. But yeah, he better win something eventually, and soon, because if if he doesn't do something this year or next year, he's gonna be the guy we talk about three years now. Like, holy fuck, this fucking guy! Can you believe? Like, uh, doesn't do fuck all. Dak Prescott, la da 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 da. Who's better, Mike Trout? Or Lamar Jackson? Lamar Jackson goes to the playoffs. 
<laughs> Mike Trout was over overrated person in baseball in in, in sports. In we'll sports. talk baseball next week. In okay. sports. All right, oh, we'll leave it. Jesus Christ. Um, is there anything? Do you have any interesting storylines for the NFC? Uh, the Packers at San Fran and Tampa, Detroit. It's it's. In my mind, it's going to be Detroit going to San Fran for the NFC. Like, right, do you have any? I, 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 I'm a quasi Niners guy, but I really, really, really want Detroit to win that game. You don't want my boy Baker to fucking figure it out. I, I actually kind of <laughs> hope that Baker get, and this is what's going to going to happen. Baker, I'm going to call it right now. Baker is going to go on a little bit of a bender the night before. <laughs> knowing you think might give him a call and, and get him out to the club the night before? Knowing he's going to lose the game the next day and then just have a good time. Yeah, no. Fuck Baker Mayfield. I hope, I hope you're right again on Monday because it's great content. But I just can't. I can't. With Baker Mayfield, I, I, <laughs> I think Detroit's going to win this game too. I, I I really cannot see the uh, that the Buccaneers winning in Detroit. But you know, I don't I don't want it to be Baker's fault. Just to continue the narrative of Baker's actually a gamer. Like he's not, he's ne- he'll never make the Hall of Fame. He's not all world, but. He's one more player against Joe Burrow. No, no. He's only won two. He's only won two. Joe Burrow made it to the Super Bowl, and then Joe Burrow beat. uh, Okay, I apologize. Yeah. I'd rather have Joe Burrow than Baker Mayfield. Don't get me wrong. I'm not getting off. I'm not going to stroke Baker Mayfield that much. He's not what, my all-world. Why, why do you like him so much? Just because I think he's a gamer, and I think he comes to play. I think he prepares. He just like the only, his only problem. He doesn't have the physical talents, and he's short. And I think that makes a big difference in uh, the NFL. Huh. He's funny. You see his ads; they're hilarious. Oh, yeah. No, I, I I dig him. I'm pretty sure he's gonna write those. No, I understand, but you gotta deliver, right? You see those Randy Johnson fucking ads from back in the day? Guy couldn't fucking deliver a line if it was handed to him by US Post. Who's uh so the the games this weekend, who wins? I think in the NFC it's it's clear. San Fran beats up on the pack. Detroit beats uh, beats Tampa Bay. Baltimore beats Houston. I think this, if there is going to be an upset, I think that would be it because that CJ Stroud is just so good and he's playing with house money. I think Baltimore wins. I think Baltimore covers. But if there's going to be an upset at that one, Bills KC, I don't even know the line on that one. I'm going to quickly look it up. Um, Where is it? Well, that's a Saturday game. No, that's a Sunday game. 
Bills Chiefs. Oh, Buffalo's favored by three. That's nothing. That no. bothers me. That bothers me. What? It's just a. a, a that's a fucking play. It's well, they got to put a. They got to put a number on it. No, right? I know, but why? Well, then the fuck off. Would you rather two point five or three point five? Three and a half. Uh, um, I wrote three and a half. Bills KC. Fuck. You know what? I think KC wins that. I don't want that to happen, but I think KC wins. So I would definitely take KC to cover. Then probably an outright win. KC wins. KC wins. And Green Bay wins. You say Green Bay is going to beat San Fran? Yeah. No. I'll put anything you want on that one. Any given Sunday, Dave. Any given Sunday. Like you're right. Every week. You are right. You're right. Well, maybe we'll make. Well, we'll we'll figure. Uh, we'll figure a, a bet off thing before we wrap up. And oh, we'll, I don't bet. Cause I'm bad at this. Oh no! But like you know, it'll be just kind of a funny thing. Maybe you can wear a Broncos jersey around town for a day, or or walk around with wet jeans or something. I don't like wet jeans. The loser wears wet jeans for a day. A day? A d- <laughs> right out of the washer. You don't even get to put them. You fucking put them on. And oh, you got to go. Not a day. You got to go grocery shopping or something like that. You got to attend something. Awful. Like, uh. <laughs> and we can wait till summer, too. I'm not but- putting any wager on to, 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 to lose on that one. Not a chance. Well, it doesn't cost you any money. You just got to wear wet jeans. For I don't like being uncomfortable. <laughs> There's no way I'm wearing wet jeans for it for like an. Would hour. you rather wear wet jeans on purpose? For a day? Would you rather wear wet jeans for a day or wear a dress for a day? Dress. Okay. Well, well, like, well, tell the Greek goddess that we're going to be fucking snooping through her closet. Like, no, not her drawers. I don't. I'm not going into her drawers. Just her closet. Jesus Christ, that's fucking nuts. Unbelievable. No. Oh, I'm just awful. trying to think of fun bets. Anyway, Dave, uh, we kind of got off our uh, schedule for a couple weeks here. Right, who is better? And would you rather? Got kind of mixed up there, but I got a. I got one, two, three, four, five. Who is better? You ready to go? I am. Dave, who is better? David Wells, Toronto Blue Jays, uh, Yankee uh, no hitter, yeah, New yeah, York yeah. Yankees, uh, perfect, perfect game actually, or a bit of a Larry, drunkard, or Larry David. <laughs> David Wells or Larry David? David Wells is a salty motherfucker, as is uh, Larry David. David Wells is a professional athlete. I think he was just extremely average. The only thing that I appreciate about David Wells is that he was a Yankee fan, ended up with the Yankees, pitched that perfect game with a hangover because I believe he was a surprise starter. He was hanging out at the Saturday Night Live uh, There was no party. surprise. He just was out too late. Yeah. Yeah. So he probably did a line or two 
to don't like I don't know that, but fuck, if you're partying with movie stars, you probably got a little pick me up coming up your way. Um he was able to pitch a perfect game for the Yankees. Larry David is res- half responsible for one of the for not one of top three sitcoms of all time with Seinfeld. Curb your enthusiasm. I still watch it. I watch it all the time. I, I go watch back. Seinfeld every night. And Curb Your Enthusiasm is fucking awesome too. Um, this one goes to Larry David by a fucking landslide. Oh, that much, eh? By a landslide. I never liked David Wells. I think David Wells and his fucking act and surly. He's one of just one of those surly guys and Maybe I'm old school. Like you're not old school. Like just fucking grab the ball and fucking throw it. And and he won the lottery by by throwing that no hitter. Perfect game, right? Oh, are you sure it was a perfect game? I'm I'm very sure. No, I'm just gonna keep calling it a no hitter. No hitter is the same thing as a perfect game, isn't it? Actually, he's he's on the perfect game wall of fame over here. Whatever here. Well, okay. Well, you know, did did he give up? Did he give up any hits? Uh, no, it's a perfect game. Well, then, so it was just a no hitter, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, fuck. As we get close to baseball season, I, I we'll have the uh, the uh, Deanne on the show, and she'll, and maybe you guys can talk about uh, perfect games and no hitters and everything else, because all <laughs> both of you have different. <laughs> I understand it was a perfect game. I do, but I just, I just don't like David Wells. I just don't like. She, him. that's like, I love her to death, like to no end, and we're gonna be together forever. But I tell you what, Dave, she gets my goat about perfect games and this and no hitters and everything else. And yeah, I don't know how many more baseball seasons we can get through. With her continuing to do, to do that. So, like, her perfect game is 27 pitches. Yes. Ground out to second, ground out to second, ground out to no, second. perfect ground game out, is 80, 81 pitches to her. <clears throat> Why 81? Strikeout, 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 strikeout. No one touched the ball. Oh, okay. Oh, so, like, a bat never finds ball. Never. And I, 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 okay, I, but hey, but can you foul one off with a second pitch and, and strike out on the third? No, no one can touch the ball. Oh, it's not perfect. So, wood doesn't find leather. Fuck, I hate her. Huh? <laughs> it fucking drives me. Drives well, it sounds me. like a lot of people I know, like wood doesn't find leather. Oh, it just drives me. Dave, uh, who is better, Chris Chelios or Chris Everett? <laughs> Chris Chelios has a lot more stories that I've heard of through the through the grapevine. The original, like he's an Iron Man. Didn't he play until he was like honestly forty four years old? Uh, he was closer to forty eight, I think, when he was all when we called her good. Jesus Christ, with the Blackhawks, with the Habs, with the with the, the Detroit, and he was a workout machine. Um, the, the Olympics, uh, the U.S. got eliminated in the... With the uh, Motor City Mechanics in the UHL in their strike season of 94. 
<laughs> fucker loved playing hockey and he was a workout machine and uh, drank champagne from women's shoes at the at the Olympics. Like there's stories about that guy. But you know what? Chris Everett Lloyd was one of my fucking crushes. And I'm really ne- oh love Chrissy. Chris Everett Lloyd, I get and I would always watch her get beat by uh by Martina Natravalova. Yeah, those were the rivals. But Chrissy, oh I I like uh, yeah, so Chris Everett, Chris Everett Lloyd, whatever. Uh she was a bit of a crush. She wasn't a bit of a crush. She was a huge crush of mine. So um this one, uh, and she won Grand Slams. Like she's what 10, 12 Grand Slams, so she's no joke. Uh tennis hall of famer. Uh Chris Chelios is a Hall of Famer, but uh sorry, as far as hockey goes, he's an American, so that 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 chicks you down a couple knocks. Well, Chris Everett Lo- America. Chris Everett Lloyd wins this one. Just because really? of my cr- Yeah, because I was a tennis fan and uh and, and I really crush on her. Really? Cause she's totally. really great Greg Norman now, I think, right? I think they're divorced. I would hope so. And so I'm willing to overlook that because it's just fantasy world anyways. Right. And, and, and if, and if her and I end up together, like uh, Greg Norman has something to do with it anyways. Well, there's a lot going on there. If you, uh, well, it well, if you're going to crush, you can't, you can't take all their political. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know what she believes. I just, I just know her husband's a bit of a, a, a knucklehead. Oh, is, is Norman a knucklehead? Well, he's running the lip, right? Well, you give someone a billion dollars, you're gonna just take it, right? Well, he was like, he was a billionaire before this too. Like, so I don't understand his motives, but whatever. It was, uh, it was Chelios or Chris Everett Lloyd, and I, and I still, I still stick with Chrissy because. I don't. Dave, I'm not here who, to crush on on partners. Dave, who is better, uh, KC and the Sunshine Band, or the Kansas City Chiefs? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Casey Kasem, but if anyone wants to celebrate good times, it is me, right? And so, just on that. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs are divisional rivals to my Broncos. We own them forever. Um, the the tables have been turned. But come on, celebrate good times. Casey and the Sunshine Band all day, every day. Uh huh. That one ain't close. Is it? It isn't close. close. No. Like anybody who fucking says something that the the, the KC and the and, and the Sunshine Band is worse than Kansas City Chiefs, they're stupid. They're, like they're stupid. They're stupid KC and the Sunshine Band has given more joy to more people than the Kansas. A hundred percent. There is a bar somewhere across uh, North America and across the world right now that is listening to, hopefully, the fourteen twenty podcast, but as well as KC and the Sunshine Band. And getting down tonight, getting down tonight, more so than they care about the fucking Kansas City Chiefs. 
<laughs> it, it, it's it's the perfect sporting song. I don't even know if they if they knew that when they when they when they wrote that song. It was the absolute best post game song ever, right? Like it's played in every arena, everywhere. I won't say constantly because maybe it's becoming a little dated. But you know what? When the home team wins and I hear that song, the toe is tapping. There was a, a bar in, in Vegas that uh, me and Deanne used like all the time. Carnival Court Go, went there so often over the over the years that you just knew. But when Casey and Sunshine Band came on, people got down. No oh, one, yeah. No one gets down on a Tuesday afternoon just because the fucking highlights of the fucking uh, Kansas City Chiefs game is on. Casey the Sunshine Band <laughs> is hands and above better than the KC Royals, the KC Chiefs, the KC whatever else is going on there. Casey and the Sunshine Band wins hands down. And just that song, right? Like, I don't have any idea what the rest of their catalog is, but Celebrate Good Times is an all-timer. Yeah. We should know more of their songs because we're kind of breaking up things. Uh, excuse me. I have a couple others, but they're nearly as good as those. So we'll, we'll call her call her a night, Dave. That uh, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Well, what do you do? Hey, have you uh, listened to our? Uh, I listened to our uh, our friends uh, Dave and John, the level of the playing field guys. Yeah. Um. Dave, if you're listening, fuck that shitty news, buddy. I hope you figure it out and 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 figure it out. And it's it's bad news. Uh, well, not bad news. It's unfortunate news, and and it's not like um, it's life altering. Well, maybe it is. Sorry, but nonetheless, all I'm trying to say here is I'm getting a little wordy. Is uh, is Dave thinking about you? Hope things turn out. Well, for you and your family, you had something to say about uh, the craft brood boys. Yeah, on uh, yesterday, on no, no, sorry, on Tuesday, uh, got the news. Mike Burlon from the Craft Brood Sports guys, they uh, put it up on the the the, the Belly Up Sports uh, account there that uh, Caesar, one of the uh, the bright lights of the world, man. That he was. Uh, I, I watched him every Tuesday night. And uh, Caesar passed away in an ATV accident on on Sunday, and uh, the it's 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 hard because I watch those guys every Tuesday, and we, we like Dave, you talk about it all the time. We have a podcast family, like we have uh, the guy, we have Jim from from uh, all the guys. I'm just I'm, I'm, it's it's hard because you, you talk about all these things. We 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 get, we have a podcast family. We all support each other. And when you hear about uh, a, a person passing away, that we support each other and else, it, it's, it's pretty tough. So Caesar, uh, all the best to you, man. Cheers, because uh, it was tough to hear that because he was uh, a shining light. And Mike Berlon, uh, he said it best on Craft Brew Sports the other night. He said, uh, you know, the, the the one shining light that he had was he didn't uh, he didn't become jaded. He was one of the shining lights of uh, of, of things and podcasts and everything else. And he, it was great, great to, to watch him on Tuesday nights. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things. It's, it's, it's sad to see and everything else. But, uh, yeah, it's tough. So, 
there's, I'm gonna put some, I'm gonna put stuff on our, our social media accounts and everything else to uh, support his family and everything else. But uh, yeah, it's tough. It was tough. It was tough because I, I watched that every, every 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 Tuesday, and it's uh, yeah, it was odd. It was odd. It was odd. And Dave, you, Dave, you talk about it all the time too. Like uh, we, we have a podcast family that uh, we support each other, and uh, yeah, to see that it's 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 hard. It's hard. We 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 don't know each other. Don't see but each we other. know each other. Yeah, we we we've never we've never seen each other face to face, and mm-hmm. but 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 doing this together, you we we've been able to uh, develop a bit of a family with with each other, and and you more with craft brood than than myself, that's for sure. Um, to the craft brood family, and and specifically to Caesar and 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 the. The people he have less he have he has left behind. It's a it's a tragedy and it sucks. And and myself too, like um who who lost my brother not a year ago. It's we're here, we think about you and and you know <coughs> that's all that's that's all we can say. We just all we can do is is recognize and, and recognize your contributions to uh, the fact that we even know your name, right? Yeah, and and we're t- a couple of Jamokis sitting here in Southern Alberta. So um, condolences to to everybody in, in that neck of the woods. And, and we're sorry. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it was, it was, uh, when I first saw it, it was, I was shocked. Like it just, and then you, you you watch the show on Mike and the guys, and Mike Mookie and Scott. They, hats off to you guys because uh, man, you I, I I couldn't have done it if we if we if if Dave or I would have passed away and tried to do something else. Like I, it, it's I, I couldn't have done what you guys did tonight. It was it was fantastic what you guys uh, tribute did to Caesar because he was. Uh, I think I actually watched the very first show you guys have with Caesar, the intern from Billy Up Sports. So no, anyways, let's uh, let's end it on good night, Dave. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four birds, talking a whole lot more. Take care of yourself. More important, take care of yourself. And don't swing at high pitches, Jim. And uh, take care, everybody. Um, from afar, we love you all. Thank you for taking the time. And and I, I'm just like once again reflecting and, and just life is short. Live it. Hug love your it. friends. Hug your friends. Tell them you love them. I love you, Brent. Love you, Dave. <laughs> 30 fucking years. 40 fucking years. Like, holy shit. I'd love you more if you came by and shoveled my walk in the morning if it needed me. On your way. I'm on your way to fucking Spit Stadium. Shovel my fucking walk. Show me you love me. Well, that's Talk is cheap. <laughs> Anyways, I'm out of my stature with some of the walk today at the stadium. Fuck me, I couldn't believe it. Why don't you guys have a thing? Don't you have a like a, a brush here, like one of those ones with the bristles? No, I, I it's, it's, ah, you're too busy buying fucking t-shirt printing things. Designing ads. Oh, okay. The 1424 Park Podcast. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>